Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan, the radio.com app, and 1080thefan.com. Hey, happy Saturday morning, Portland. Hope everybody is having a wonderful day. Start with this guy right over here, Will Darkens. How's hey, your morning going, dude? What's going on, bro? Yeah? What is going oh, on? Oh man. Just trying to get that uh, just trying to get that Yeah. 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 Man. Swag's losing his hearing or what, but those headphones are hot. Oh dude, it happens every time I come in here during the week. It freaking blows my hearing out. Does what now? What? What? He is getting older, though. He's got those locks. He's got that very long lock of hair about him that it's like it's starting to get a little bit more salt than pepper. Oh, and, sure. And so now he's looking like an old, like, sage-looking type of man. Well, normally what happens, and, and a little behind the scenes for you here at 1080 The Fan, normally what happens is uh, Jason Swigart has to go out and cover the pilot's basketball in person, so he always gets a fresh haircut That's right. at the start of college basketball season. Mm-hmm. So you add in COVID, no barber visits, and then he normally goes shaggy throughout the summer and into the fall, and then... That timeline where he has to cut his hair because he has to be around people. Mm-hmm. Skipped it this year because he's doing all the uh, you know Zoom calls of basketball games. Didn't actually have to go out and see people. Didn't have to present himself on the road. Look like a representative of the Portland Pilots. Oh. Yeah, so he's he's just uh, he's grown it out. He's going to be uh, probably down to the middle of his back by uh, the time next basketball season comes around. Now that's something I'd like to see, Luke. But what I don't understand is why he didn't just visit his local sports clips. At Sports Clips, you get to sit back 
and let the 21-year-old women who are wearing low-cut shirts cut your hair to your specificity. Really? Is that oh, what happened with yes. sport clips? I got to tell you something, man. You watch sport clips TV ads. Oh, yeah. It's like softcore porn, and I'm not sure. even kidding you. It's like these women with just ginormous breasts are like they have like clippers and they have the spray bottles and of course like slow mo they're spurting like they're they're spurting it straight yep, up in there and then walking right. through it so it's misting them mm-hmm. and you and-, and of course the guys on the ad are far better looking than the guys who actually go into sport clubs which I don't get the psychology around that like uh, come on you making been, duffers yeah yeah you've been to like a five dollar barber right like the super cuts the i think souk would refer to it as like the tgi mcscratchies of haircut places sure, yeah your super cuts your great clips your sport cuts i've seen the people in there i've been one of the people in there sure we don't look like that okay we don't look like a model dude but the ladies definitely the la- do. <laughs> they <laughs> well, definitely do no they don't no what no not in real life oh not so wait, it's a you, mirage. Are you telling me that television production and real life mm. is different? There's a disconnect between the the images you see on television and the images you see in the real world. In this case, yes. And I would feel bad for anybody like from another country who came here and like needed a haircut immediately. And for some reason, just turned the TV on and they saw sport clips and they were like, oh, that looks good. <laughs> and then they go in and they're like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> Why can't he be American? Why can't he be some dude? Because he's from a different country. Yeah. This is not good. How old were you when you went to your first sports clip and realized that uh, I'm not getting what I hoped for? Ooh, that's a good question. When did my when did my dreams of a good haircut for a low price get shattered? By a hottie. Hmm. I'd say probably when I was like. 15. Yeah, see, that's who they're appealing to. That's what I got jaded. That, see, that's, that's, ex- I think you hit the nail right on the head. They're so not- you think 15 year olds see that place and they're like, oh, I got to get my mom to take me there. Or, or 16 year olds go, just got my driver's license, going to get a new haircut, going to yeah. fall in love with a super hot hairstylist, then I'll never pay for a haircut again. This is going to be awesome. And when I'm done, I'm going to look like that, bro. It's going to be sweet. Yeah. And then they get there and they went, uh. Are you one of my mom's friends? Oh my gosh, Terry! <laughs> well, Terry. what are you doing here, Terry? How are you? I'm well, good. You How's don't even mom? get your haircut. You cut your own. I hair. do. I've cut, I paid for two haircuts in my life, and I was disappointed with both of them. I gave up a very oh long gosh. time ago. Hey, that is such like 1930s old consumer man yes. language. I got two haircuts. Didn't like either. I said, "Hooey! I'll cut them myself." And I have ever since. I, I went to Walmart. And I bought uh, a set of uh, $20 clippers, mm. and I've had them for, jeez, mm. I probably had them close to 20 years. What? Yeah. They still work? Yeah. Put a Bull little crap. Uh, put a little uh, oil on them, uh, you know, uh, every few months. Uh, oil up the blades. A little and spit. They cut, cut just fine now. <laughs> Hock a loogie on them. Actually, I ran out of the oil that came with, and so I just started using gun oil. Uh, keeps the uh, friction down. What? That gun oil, so I just use that. You're using gun oil yeah. for your clippers? It works. Do you live in a friggin' treehouse? What the <laughs> hell is going on over at your house? Not only are yeah. you, like, greasing up your hair clippers with gun oil, yeah. but you also have, you've converted, I think, like, half of your garage into a jerky shack. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, listen, how else are you going to make jerky? 
Where, where do the girls? I may make some jerky this afternoon. That you know, that reminds me. I'm I'm overdue for making some jerky. Where do the girls play? What like, do you mean? Where, where do they play? Where, where do they have? Because it sounds like your house is. Yeah, just, they, and let's also bring into this there's conversation a space between the armory, yeah, and the jerkery, and uh, yeah, that's there's a little play area there. Now, which jerkery are you talking about? The <laughs> oh, <laughs> fair question. The beef jerkery. Mm. Yeah. Which beef jerkery? Hey um, yeah, because I also want to bring into the equation here that you also have, like, and correct me if I'm wrong, sure. but I'm not, yeah. so don't. Okay. You have a large collection of VHS. Nah, I wouldn't say it's a large collection. Uh, not Certainly not overwhelming. It's Sizable. Plentiful. But it's, most, it's mostly, you know, uh, television shows that I animated. What are you going to do, throw those out? So you don't have, like, old reruns of Boy Meets World? You're no. Like, I got to watch those again. Not a lot of those. I did hang on to all the sports blooper ones. The funniest sports bloopers of 1988 that came with my first Sports Illustrated subscription that my parents got for me and my brothers when we were starting to, you know, really excel in sports. That's right. Yeah. Got that one. Got the greatest uh, the greatest teams of all time. Mm. Yeah. It was, uh, I think that was 1990. Mm. Um, so greatest yeah. teams. So that was just across the board. Like, yeah. It was like, yeah. Well, and any team. Well, sure. <laughs> it was like, it was like the, you know, the, the 88 Dodgers were on there. They nice. did a highlight of the, you know, 57 Yankees or whoever. Okay. I've been watching a while. I'm going to throw that in the uh, VCR. You maybe know, I'll watch that when I, maybe I'll yeah. watch that when I get home and I start making my jerky. That's a good idea. Yeah. Put it up on the small so, tube. And this sounds like a pretty fun afternoon. Well, it's we not go. a small tube. It's a it's it's a thirty seven inch, and it uh, it has the built in wood cabinet around the television tube. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. And the remotes don't work for it, so you have to go up and you know manually change the channel. But you hook the cable box Naturally, up to it, and you can yeah. you know get that working. Uh, do you remember a time, and maybe you were older than me at this point, and you didn't... Um, <laughs> at this point, I've always been older than you, and I will always be older than you. Well, will. but this is like a lot older than me at a certain point. You know what I wait, mean? Wait, wait, what now? Like, it's like it's like I, more old than what I was. Like, you get that, right? I, I do not know. I've always like, been... So I was born in 1981. You okay. were born, what, 88? 88. Okay, so that puts me... So, like, there was math. a time where what, we were seven about, years like, older? We were, like, three years apart. No, we've always... It, it's a constant. Okay, well... Subtract... Agree to disagree. Subtract 1981 from 1988, you get okay. seven. You with 81 me? 81 from 88. Yes. Okay. So then you have... You have seven. That in is this the situation seven. That is the difference of our ages. So I've always been and always will be seven years older than you. Did you ever remember a time <laughs> when you would buy stuff and then they would give you a VHS promoting the thing you just bought? Yeah, Sports Illustrated. That was the yeah. reference that I made. So mine was Tech Deck Finger Skateboards. <laughs> I S you not, dude. I bought like a three pack of tech decks. Sure. With, by the way, like uh, um, uh, tiny wrenches and nuts and screws and stuff that you could customize your tech deck. Tiny nuts for your tech deck? That's right. Sweet. And, okay, so I get this tech deck, right? Yeah. It's totally sick. Super and sweet. Were you a pretty, pretty gnarly finger skater? I was okay. Yeah. I can what, was your best what was your best trick? Kick the kickflip? The kickflip. <laughs> okay. So I get my tech deck, and I open it up, and it's got this VHS tape in it. I was like, yeah. oh. Wow. I was like, oh, that's pretty sick. I was a VHS tape. 
Is it just guy doing finger tricks? That's right. I pop it in, and it is this guy doing these just frigging absurd tech deck tricks. Like, yeah. I'm talking Do you still have that VHS? Flip? We should oh. throw it in my uh, my VCR. We should watch that. I'll tell you what. I will try to find it on the <laughs> internet and play it in the next break. But, like, it, 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 I, I pop that thing in, and it is, like, hardcore metal music. Yeah. And it's just a dude flipping kicks and, and just finger finger tossing a uh, friggin little mini skateboard he's made his own custom ramps by the way and the guy made his own custom swimming pool for sure. fingers let me ask you let me ask you a quick question how often do you pause rewind try the trick pause rewind see if you can get it again mm. dude i'm gonna get that is why that do you, you think learned, it broke is that how you learned how to kick flip now, I uh, I naturally had the athletic ability with my fingers to kickflip, but it was there that I attempted to do like like the there there's a move where like you go up a ramp and I had to make my own makeshift ramp because sure. my parents were sick of me doing this and they wouldn't buy me more stuff. Yeah. And so I do I go up, right? And I'm in midair with my fingers. Uh, listening audience know that Will is miming the motion that Got he my made. Fingers up. Yep. And it's you're supposed to take your thumb to grab it back and then put it back on your finger, your sure, finger yeah, legs, yeah. and yeah. then go back down. Didn't quite get that one. No, never did. Did you ever take your tech deck finger skateboard yep. to school to show off your kickflips thinking it would impress girls or boys? You should rephrase that to, did me and my friends all take <laughs> our tech decks <laughs> to impress the 12-year-old girls at our school and show them, hey, yeah, look how look how uh, my dexterity works in my hands Check with it the out. skateboard. I might not be very smart, but not only do I play football. Yeah, I do. But my fingers are pretty pretty athletic. Hey, so check it out, Taco Day, right? Watch me kickflip over this lunchroom taco that I just got. <laughs> yeah, and you can also grind too. No, oh, nice, nice. That cool. sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, um, I mean, now when we're talking about it in retrospect, doesn't sound as cool. My childhood was pretty lame. <laughs> you know they what I mean? are, Will. You know what I mean? Will, they all are. Yeah, they they all, are. There's very few children that yeah. get out of childhood and go, man, I think I nailed that. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's moments like that where you like yeah. realize you got into these stupid little fads that you're like, and my childhood was so lame. Yeah, but like some of the things, like those are the things that we thought were so cool. Like we would spend, so with the Sports Illustrated subscription that we had, um, we would take and like cut out our favorite photos. And then my mom was always too cheap to buy us like a nice like binder. So she'd get like the cheap, cheapest three ring binders they had. But then she would get like clear, um, like liner paper for like drawers and stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we would just cut out photos and make a photo collage on the outside. So we would have custom three ring binders. So they would be awesome. But I remember you'd be like, dude, Jerry Rice, make it a catch over the middle. I totally go in there. And that's right. Get, yeah. So we, we did, we did like photo collages on them. We'd show up the first day of school and be sweet. And then by like the middle of the first semester or whatever, they'd just be totally demolished because they're the world's cheapest three ring binders and they'd be falling apart and broken apart. But yeah, every year still got excited. Mine's going to be the best. And everybody's going to think I'm sad. So, so, 
So, yeah. Loren- so Lorenzo O'Neal running over a bro. If it, yeah. Pretty sad. I, I think that ends when you like start to pursue love interests. Oh yeah, there you like, go. Like like because you get embarrassed by the fact that like you're doing something really dweeby and that like girls make fun of it because girls don't understand and X the, or Y or whatever. And the whatever. funny thing is if you just followed your passion, you would have been more appealing and you didn't even know it. You try to be you try well, to not be in diff- my case because that means I would have been a tech deck pro and yeah. that fad went out maybe like 10 sure. minutes after I got on board. Sure, but there's <laughs> but if you'd have been a pro, <laughs> groupies. They're out there, man. You'd have followed your passion. You'd find find somebody that shared in that passion, and you'd have been, you'd have lived a happier life. So they but call instead, them deckies. Instead, <laughs> deckies. Instead, just you me tried on to tour. be. Instead, you tried to be different, just like everybody else. And then you uh, became part of the herd with Colin Cowherd. That's right. You and Colin. The end. What the hell All has right. been going on I, the past I, fifteen minutes? I honestly have no <laughs> idea how we got here, but this is a weekend that is. Uh, Largely void of sports. Uh, it is uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, so we'll talk about that. Uh, we've got uh, college basketball conference tournament action going. Name five players that are playing today. I couldn't tell you anybody. I could, I, it was funny. Okay, I was reading, two. Give me two. I was reading an article about, we can talk about, let's talk about Gonzaga. Okay. Let's, why don't we start there? This, this will give you an idea of how much attention that, anybody has paid to college basketball. We'll see if Will knows anything about the Gonzaga Bulldogs in 2020-2021. Ooh, it's going to be a rough segment. It will be. We'll do it next. Center and Saint, 1080, The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I'd say one of the easiest things to learn would just be uh, shove-its. Backside shove-it, inside shove-it, 50 shove-its. You just kind of skid it around, have it do a nice 180 or 360. You get that stuff, it starts to make sense in your brain how to, what a trick should look like and how fast you have to do things. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Darkens on 1080 The Fan. How was the performance of the guys you expected or the 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 memories did how did the memories line up with what you actually saw in that video? Uh okay. Standing still all these with 
with your hand kind of winding back. I can retrospectively here, look back at this back and, and say, just the board these dudes were so high. Like, I'm looking at these guys and the way they, like, produced the video and made, uh, and made, like, video cuts. These guys were smoking the Chiba. And there's me at 11 years old, like, watching this being like, Oh, this is so sick. These guys are just gnarly. These guys are just living off the gnar. That's it. Very nice. Uh, we got a text message in that may save you from college basketball momentarily. Okay. Because I do want to get to this. Uh, P1 Tyler, he says, I'm a coach at Ida B. Wells High School, and our first game is today. Should we run a trick play? And if so, what trick play? Now, I personally mm. am partial to the old hook and ladder. Because when I was in junior high, I think it was it would have been my freshman year. Still played at Pacific Junior High back then because they didn't have middle schools for some reason. Couldn't tell you exactly why that was. But uh, we had an assembly where we were trying to get people pumped up for the football season. Yep. And so we showed up just wearing jerseys and jeans, and we ran uh, the hook and ladder just to show like the rest of the junior high school. Wait, 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 hold on. Yeah, no, you yeah. guys are in your trick play. We're in the at gym. An assembly? Yes. <laughs> we showed up in the gym and we lined up, we lined up the offense and then like a, a I think we had a defense there like of our own guys trying to stop the play that they knew we were running. And then we ran out there and went into formation and ran the hook and ladder. And I was the only one that the coaches had confidence in to actually catch the ball and then lateral it to a guy. Yeah. So I got to be the hinge point of the hook and ladder where I was the, the wide receiver on the end catching the ball. And it yeah. was like, what's he going to do with it now? And then here comes, I don't know, John Prom or sing sing song i think was his name uh, why didn't anybody on the defense go rogue and just be like <laughs> Light it i up. know the play yeah like right when you got the ball just lit your ass up like it did like the movie uh typical like flip yeah. you end over end uh, yeah. football hit like, like the quarterback throws it a little high i go up in the air he hits me in the back of the knees and I, yeah break my neck done out for the game i did that to a kid from hudson's bay when i was in high school i i actually kind of felt bad about it because he landed very hard on his neck and he didn't get stretched off but he he didn't return to the game but he's a lot taller than me so it made my job easier the rest of the day so if that kid's listening i apologize but uh yeah so i'm partial to the hook and ladder because we we ran it twice because we had two assemblies <laughs> we had to do it twice Okay. Because they had to split up the school. I'm not going to lie. To assembly. I would totally, it like, and it's funny because you're talking about this now, and that's, what, probably the 90s or something, right? Maybe sure, late yeah. 80s. Well, yeah. At that time, nobody probably got word of that in the town. If you pulled that crap today with how communication is. Oh, yeah. Like, you guys do that once at an assembly. Oh, yeah. And Covington would have been there with a oh, rogue yeah. spy. Just and texting, been, yeah. like, oh, just send somebody yeah. over. They're yeah. doing the hook Some, and ladder. Somebody from Hawaii knows about it. Then we try to run the hook and ladder in the critical situation of the game. But, yeah. That's I how, absolutely love that, that your school <laughs> made you do your trick play <laughs> twice in front of an assembly. That is ridiculous. But yeah, clean execution both times. I did my, I did my job. Go Vikings. Hey, what happened in the assembly earlier today? It's a hook and ladder. <laughs> oh, dude, nobody saw it. <laughs> we, totally, we totally tricked all the uh, uninterested uh, junior high girls that were forced to watch us. <gasps> you could do that with a football? What? 
What? That's got to be illegal. No, it's a reverse pass. It's a backwards pass. It's That's the legal. Thing. You can't do two forward passes, but you can mm-hmm. do a forward then a backwards. Yeah. It's In a fact, trick. you could do two backwards passes. You can keep throwing you it backwards. You can just keep throwing the ball backwards. As long as you want. Yeah. And here's the other thing. If it hits the ground, it'll just pick it up. Yeah. And then you run it. You run around, and if you feel like it, throw it backwards again. So which guys are on defense? Which guys are on offense? Because they're all wearing the same yeah. uniforms. So do you have a trick play that uh, that you love? I that I just had to tell that story because it just popped in my head as soon as uh, I read that text. Trick play. I think we had, okay. So there was one we had in high school that we never got to run. Um, oh, that's, un- that's in for- unfortunate. It did suck. Not it even was, for an assembly? Well, no, not an assembly. <laughs> we weren't as badass as you back in the Dude, 2000s. But. Watch out for the Vikings. Like we had this play and it was high school and we were supposed to run it in the state title. And it was that, uh, one of our tackles, we would run like a jumbo set and we'd put a tackle in and you'd like kind of, um, you'd stagger him off. So he'd be an eligible receiver and that, uh, you'd go on a two count, fake the first do a motion. The tackle would go out and run at the wide receiver position. And then you would do a pitch to the running back. Who would the, and like as the tackle's sitting out there, nobody's gonna cover him because sure. they're gonna be like whatever. Pitch to the running back. Running back would throw to the lineman who had a great arm, and as the quarterback had pitched to the running back, he would roll back out around and run a seam up, and so it would literally be a bomb like up the seam the other side of the uh, the field. Huh. It was actually kind of a well designed play because if you you know if you motion the tackle out and they are as a receiver, like the quarterback gives that no mind. He's just sure. like oh whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. And so then as the running back gets the sweep and is running, the cornerback basically, uh, you know, collapses. Lineman gets it. Quarterback gets it. It's quite confusing to explain on the radio. Yeah, that was kind did, of a cool trick play. You did a terrible job doing it, too. So yeah, I tried. I, yeah. So I'm very confused where the tackle was. The quarterback went out for a pass, I think. Yeah. And the running back threw it back to the quarterback or the lineman. I'm not sure. Let's leave it at that. Sure. Perfect. Uh, two suggestions, of course. The... On the fan text line, somebody says, tell them to run the fumble ruski. And then somebody else uh, calling for the old Statue of Liberty. Those are hard to execute. Yes. Especially for, what is it? Was this junior high football or something? It's, uh, Will's, it's I, Ida B. Wells High School. Saturday. Yeah, it is. High schoolers are playing on a Saturday? I don't know. They started football. Like this a week. COVID thing? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I heard Sheldon had to postpone their game because of COVID reasons, but they're playing in the springtime, too. It's a Saturday, but it's also a Saturday in March. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. But, hey, get a football season if you can. If you were playing, you would want them to get a football season in, in any time they could. Yes? Yeah, I've thought about that, too, with the whole uh, high school thing, because now as an adult, I think more reasonably about all this. And so, wait, like, wait. Adults are more reasonable than children? Yeah, I know. It's weird, it's weird to say. Huh. Interesting. Go it's on. Weirder the, to act it out. Go on with your thought. But, like, I think now as a 30-something that I think about kids wanting to play football in high school, I'm like, don't you get it? Like, there's an infectious disease out there that it's not only about, like, you getting it and then getting recovered very quickly. It's the fact that, like, you'll go home to your parents who might be in their late 40s or 50s, and they'll get it, and they'll get very sick. Yeah, uh, just because they're in the demo. But like, I think about myself at 18 or 16 or whatever. Oh, I would totally just shuck the rules and be like, 
no, let's do this. I'm playing. Like, yeah, I want right. to play. I don't care. I only live once. Let's well, go. Also, the, the high school is making it available with the recommendation yeah. of the school district, which has been authorized by the state. And there are a lot of parents out there that want their kids to have that opportunity because I was great when I was in high school and my kids should have the same opportunity. But for a senior... You, you play three years of football and you finally get to your senior year to not have it would be, I, that would have been moved to Utah, bro. Hey, a lot, of, a lot of people did. Yeah. A lot of people did. All right. College basketball quiz. Do that next. All right. First, your sports center update. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back in. It'll drain you. Nirvana. Um, Gosh, I love Nirvana. Uh, I will say the In Bloom video might be my uh, one of my favorite videos that doesn't get enough attention, but it's when they do the uh, fade back to like the old 50s. Um, oh, Buddy Holly thing? Show. Well, yeah, but it's like the like the Ed Sullivan show mm-hmm. type thing, and they uh, and they introduce them, them as Nirvana. Nirvana. Ladies and gentlemen, Nirvana. Uh, all right, so you asked the question, can I name five players in college basketball? Playing today. Playing today. Yeah. And then uh, I started, uh, my mind started racing, and the first name that came up was Jalen Johnson. Uh, but Jalen Johnson is, the only reason he pops in my head is he's the Duke player that opted out. So he is obviously not playing, but he is definitely a college basketball player. And then I realized that I could name a few guys on Gonzaga only because I just read an article about them. I have not watched a second of college basketball. That's cheating. No, no. Well, here's cheating. I had every intention of cheating. I typed in best players in college basketball. The first name that pops up in Mm -hmm. the Google search Mm -hmm. is Zion Williamson. Oh, that's sad. Luca Luca Garza pops up. He plays. Mm. Obi Toppin. Who be topping? Obi. Obadiah. Obadiah topping. Uh, do you know where he plays? Florida. The New York Knicks. Oh. <laughs> He's already crashed. <laughs> <laughs> He's playing. <laughs> the fourth player on there. Oh, the, boy. The fourth, fourth, name, <laughs> the fourth name on the list. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> the fourth player on the best players in college basketball list, according to Google, is John Calipari. Uh, well, that's fair. I, is it? Because he's pretty much college basketball. I understand point. I understand that. Also on the list, I've got Patrick Ewing, Peyton Pritchard, Christian Leitner. Hey. The best players in college basketball. Not ever. Ever. Yeah. And then it goes into Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Mike Krzyzewski, Steph Curry, Shaquille O'Neal. There are a couple guys that I will admit I do not recognize that are on this list sprinkled through. But in the top 20... At least half of them are easily recognized as not playing in college basketball. Yeah, because college basketball has just become basically, <clears throat> excuse me, a farm league system. Oh, um, sure. There's no question about it, but this yeah. year in particular, like there is, I mean, 
tell me if I'm wrong, fan text line. Or there's, is, have you heard anybody say anything about college basketball? No, I think you'll maybe hear a lot more around here just because Gonzaga is good. Um, How good are they? Uh, now, I knew at one point they were number one. Is that still the case? <laughs> it is still the case. Oh, hey, there you go. They have gone wire to wire, and they are undefeated. They have the chance to be the first team since 1976 Indiana Hoosiers to go wire to wire, win a national championship, and be undefeated. So here's the issue that I have with college basketball and why I just don't follow it whatsoever is well, three things. One, the play is completely boring. Sure. There's absolutely nothing inventive about it. Uh, they do not, and this leads into point two, they don't develop players. And the reason they don't develop players is because uh, most guys who are uber talented at the age of 18 or 17 or 19 or whatever go into this system for one year because there's a rule. It's one and done. And yep. you have to play one year of college or one year of some other type of basketball before you go into the NBA. And so in one year, you're really not going to learn a lot sure. at all. In fact, you're probably going to trick a bunch of teams into how good you might look. That's not everybody. Obviously, Zion Williamson has started to uh, come on here in the last 10 games. Like he's looking like the all-star we were promised. But the perfect example I always go back to is Jabari Parker. Jabari Parker, in his one year at Duke, looked like the next Carmelo Anthony. Okay. He legitimately did. He had the incredible mid-range game. He was a big body who knew how to use it. He was physical and everything. Him and Andrew Wiggins were going to take over the NBA. That's right. Well, I was talking about this with my brother yesterday. Yes. Do you remember when the next two great superstars are coming in in the same draft? Riggin for Wiggins. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it was a thing. And you got this one year of Parker at Duke, Wiggins at Kansas, where they just looked like physical freaks. Now, the physical freakishness was covering up the fact that Andrew Wiggins couldn't shoot. Still can't. Jabari <laughs> Parker couldn't friggin' run. And, he guy, can, and then he blew out his knee yes. like in his first year in the NBA. And then, yeah. He was yeah. incredibly out of shape. And he was coming into the NBA at a time where pace was everything. Carmelo Anthony could tell you that right now. He's still trying to form his game out into this modern NBA, which is all about pace. It's not about ISO anymore. Yeah. Now, he does get some points from isolation ball, but he's learning. He's learning how to run down court, find his spot, and shoot. And so that's the issue that I have with college basketball, you know, going into the future is keep the guys for three years, please. Well, let them develop. And, and, and it just, it makes the tournament more interesting. You yes. get guys like Peyton Pritchard who, you know, after four years at Oregon developed into an NBA caliber player, a right. guy like Damian Lillard who played four years, went into the league and made a bigger impact earlier because he had all that experience in college. Steph Curry, another guy that played and had a college career that you looked at and went, man, I wonder if he can translate. You just get those storylines. This year, though, you have Gonzaga is 24-0 and going into the tournament undefeated. You've got Michigan and Baylor who are one-loss teams going in. Those are probably going to be – I don't know who will be your third mm. number one seed, but those will be three of your four one seeds going into this tournament. If Gonzaga does the perfect season, mm. how do you look at it in 2020, 2021? Uh, I think you look at it as a perfect season and you take it at face value. Yeah, that's it. That's all you got to do. I, I mean, I, I've, I've, and I was, totally... I just don't think there's going to be the fanfare. There's no fans yeah. in the, in the tournament. It's just, it's, it's to me, it's like, ah, they, if Gonzaga, cause Gonzaga has been close, mm -hmm. never actually gone over the hump, but then here they have an opportunity to have this perfect season. And I think even for, you know, fringe fans of college basketball that do watch a couple games, usually I watch a couple games during the year. 
This year, I think there's just so little interest. This should be a much bigger story right now. Well, and you know, I uh, famously on this show, and it was written about in papers. Um, it was, I actually, yeah. uh, I read it in the, um, in the London Times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we a, got a guy over there. Yeah. It was in the uh, the Haggerford uh, Looking Glass in mm. Scotland, too. Mm-hmm. Saw it there. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Uh, I had said earlier in the pandemic that I would wait and reserve judgment on champions of leagues mm-hmm. until I found out who they were and what the circumstances were. And sure. this was in the NBA bubble, right? Like we were talking about, oh, well, what if the uh, Portland Trailblazers you know, miraculously go off and they win the uh, bubble because everybody gets hurt or COVID or whatever. And I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to reserve the judgment to see if that particular team, whoever wins it, which was the Lakers uh, deserves it. And at the end of the day, I kind of realized like looking at the whole situation, like, eh, it's what (laughs) it's what they're with. You know, it's, it's this, it's the cards they're dealt. Like I can't really pass, you know, retrograde judgment on these teams. And that's the same thing I would have with Gonzaga. If they did this, it would be incredible and it would be historic and it should be treated that way. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. That's how I view it. I don't know. Look, looking at it, I just, I just realized that here, here it is a chance to be not only, you know, a, a potential first championship for a school that has been knocking on the door for two decades plus two decades plus. Cause they really made their first run with uh Richie from from battleground high school back in the late nineties. And and here they are. They finally have a chance to do it. They're playing in a tournament that has no fans, a uh, season that's been largely forgotten. And uh, if they finish out, it is historic in in the fact that they they've done it. But there's you don't want. I don't want to go. Oh, I hope they don't win it this year so that they can do it right. You want them to win it this year, but it's just it, it's kind of unfortunate, especially in the Pacific Northwest where Gonzaga has been such a feel-good story around college basketball. And if you have no other interest, there's always six guys in the office that are like, dude, this is Gonzaga's year, that circle on yep. them. And then you win some money off of them because they're dumb enough to pick Gonzaga. I had a buddy I used to work with as a news producer over at KPTV, and he had worked in the Spokane market as a news producer. And he was like, never work there. I was like, why? <laughs> he was like, okay, first, it's Spokane, and I didn't like living there. And I said, okay, fair enough. And he goes, second, if you cover anything at the top of your newscast that is not Gonzaga basketball, <laughs> you will literally get phone calls from people who get pit. Like if it's during the season, yeah. they get pissed off that you're not leading the newscast off with Zags. Sure. Like, yeah. It's, like, I mean, is it's- that a real thing? He's like, dude, somebody could get shot in the middle yeah. of downtown like 50 times. And then like, Cops swooped in on them, and then, like, there's this huge stand-up. He's like, if you don't put the Zags in front of that, people get pissed. Yeah, it's it's a big deal, man. Yeah. A, a, a Gonzaga basketball game at the Child Center at University of Portland is – it's bananas. And the, the Pilots have not been a great team um, ever. Um, yeah. And they haven't been good recently, but even, even on the years where things are a little bit off – uh, for the pilots, dude, Gonzaga packs that thing out because everybody. There's a lot of Gonzaga graduates over on this side of the mountains, and everybody wants to be in there. But they, they're great, and yeah. and it's 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 just a little unfortunate that their best team ever may be this one, in a weird year. So they're great. They should be treated as such. NBA All Star Weekend. We'll have to get to that in hour two. Um, and then I didn't. I don't know if Jen Ellis is joining us, but she might be. So we'll see. And uh, we can get into some baseball talk because uh, uh, well, 
there's some stories going on there, getting ready for a baseball season. But next, it's good versus evil. And this is The Sinner and the Saint on 1080 The Fan and Radio.com. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the, What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions? I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, brah. <laughs> Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil. Brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants. 808 on 1080 The Fan. First and foremost is play on the field. I mean, it's tackles for loss, it's sacks, it's batted balls, it's going out there and making plays, changing the game, helping swing momentum, it's taking blockers off of other guys. Whatever I need to do from a playing standpoint, uh, it's that. It's dominating. That's your wife's masseuse who thinks he's better than you, J.J. Wyatt. The Watt man signed with the Arizona Cardinals this week. Reports indicate he signed a two-year, $31 million deal, $23 million guaranteed. He has only played in all of 16 games for the past two seasons. Gosh, that's sad. Watts past <laughs> five years are a telltale sign of a decline in durability and health, which indicates playing Watt less might be more. Does this make, this move, make the Cardinals a true competitor for second in the NFC West? Ooh, who do you have uh, written in at first? Are you putting your Rams and Johnny Hecker up there? I'm not going to necessarily say who will be first, but let's just put the realistic point of the Cardinals probably won't get first, but they might get second. I, I will put them in contention for, for the NFC West, for sure. I will put them... Uh, a, a, Give them as much a shot as anybody at that first really? place spot. Yeah, it's been a it's huh. been a revolving door at the top of the NFC West, anyways. Um, you have the whole Russell Wilson thing going on in Seattle, which is an absolute mess. Uh, who knows who's going to be playing quarterback after Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt again in San Francisco? And Matthew Stafford. As much as I'd like to say that that makes the Rams an automatic contender uh, for the NFC Championship, I don't know what it looks like. And and that team is a the Rams keep going all in this is a year this is a year mm. at some point that's going to uh run out of some steam and and we've seen it in years past jj watt is moving into a situation where you already have a really good pass rush so he doesn't have to be the focal point that's why san francisco is so good with deforest buckner and joey bosa and everybody it's when you have to look as an offensive line and go we can't double team any of these guys good luck as awful as it is, because Alex Smith, man, we all tipped our hat to him, and you know we love where he's yep. going and progressing. At the end of the day, it's a business decision. They have to make their football team better uh, starting in March. That's traveling beer and beard oil salesman Jeff Saturday. The Washington football team has officially released Alex Smith. He made a remarkable comeback from a 2018 leg injury, starting six games during the team's NFC East title run. He was 5-1 and one as a starter this year. And then they just dropped him like a bad bag of rice. <laughs> Washington now has Taylor Heineke. Smith is a free agent. Does anyone sign him? And if they do, does he even have a, stand, a chance to start anywhere? Uh, I don't. I don't know. You know, my immediate thought was New England. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't. I don't know what their plan is in the draft. But mm. if you go out and you get a, a young quarterback and you're not picking early in the draft and they're middle of the first round, if they go out and they get somebody, I, why not? give Alex Smith an opportunity there. That's an interesting pick, though. I will say, I feel like New England's been down that road, and they are like, eh, maybe we shouldn't sign quarterbacks who are past their prime. 
but again, you don't sign him as your primary option. You let him compete for a spot. But I, I, I don't know. I, you, I don't think you sign him with intent of him being your day one starter. But if you're going with a young quarterback, maybe he makes a good fit. Can I ask you a quick question yeah. about uh, Jeff Saturday's right. beer and beard oil yeah. Uh, sales? Yeah, go ahead. Is the beer also a beard oil? Or is he selling one side of his trench coat is beer, the other side is beard oil? That's a really important question. And here's the thing is when he first started out, uh, Jeff wasn't great. And he was getting his beard oil and beer mixed up. Yep. And he was getting plenty of complaints. But that has been fixed uh, mostly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it still happens, but it, not as much. I think Sam Darnold in Washington is a perfect fit. I think Sam was a linebacker in high school. He's a tough guy. He's a physical guy. He's a coachable guy. He uh, not highly demanding guy. And Ron wants a young kid he can build around that plays his style of tough football. There's Colin. As expected, there were two pieces of strange AFC quarterback news that came down this week. Steelers agreed to a one-year deal with Ben Roethlisberger. But the more interesting news came out of New York, where the Jets general manager Joe Douglas said he thinks quarterback Sam Darnold is a quote-unquote dynamic player, but he also said in the same breath, quote, if calls are made, I'll answer them. True or false? Darnold is behind center for the Jets in 2021. I don't think he is. Um, you have a new coaching regime in there, and you just have a lot more moves to be made this offseason. I think this NFL draft and the rest of free agency is going to end up changing more quarterback positions, and we'll have to do some research on it, which uh, we're very good at here on the Center and the Saint. Yes, of course. Um, but looking back and see when the last time there was as many new faces in new places as there will be at the start of the 2021 football season. Um, so I would be very surprised if Sam Darnold is the horse they ride into 2021 i'm still convinced he'll get traded to san francisco i i, I think he'll get traded i yeah. don't know where i i don't know if washington is a bad landing spot for him uh that'd be a great division to start in where everybody's gonna have a new quarterback i just think about what the jets need and i just think about robert Sala's connection with the niners and yeah. it's like that would make sense like the, that trade would benefit both parties considering they're not in the same conference. I just and, wonder what you yeah. get for Sam Darnold. I think you get picks and you get defensive players. How many picks though? Third round? I think you I think you could possibly swing a first round pick. Whoa. I think you honestly could. A first round pick and maybe um, uh, some ancillary defensive players. I would be shocked if they got anything better than a third round pick. Dude, let me tell you something. I... I doubt Sam Darnold a lot on these airwaves and I get crapped on it consistently by people who go, you don't get it. He's just gotten a bad luck of the job. Sure. I'm like, dude, if, if he was going to be good, it would have shown at this point. I understand he's had some bad coaching. I just don't see it. I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, neither do I. That's why I'm saying yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up more than a third. All right. Time for my favorite story of the week. This one comes from New Jersey, New Jersey, New Jersey. Come for the sandwiches. Stay for the shoes. The shoes? New Jersey man set fire to his lawn to get rid of snow. Smart. <laughs> Good work. How'd that, how'd that turn out for him? Police and firefighters responded to the man's home on Patterson Avenue, because this is a local article I didn't realize before reading, where he had set a small fire to try to melt the snow and ice. Once the fire department arrived, they called in the Bergen County Hazmat Unit, which are just ace people who used the Speedy Dry to stop up the gas. What the hell is a Speedy Dry? Speedy Dry, you know, stops up the gas. 
Oh yeah, what is it? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. It's like I'll, give cat you litter. I'll give you one guess as to what speedy it's like, dry is. It's like is. cat litter. It's it's what you pour on the floor of your uh, of your uh, auto shop to absorb the oil. It's like cat litter. Uh, you are correct. Yeah. Speedy dry is pretty much cat litter. Yep, it's, I'm a smart guy. It looks like sand. Yeah, it's, I'm super smart. You are super smart. That's I know. I well know played. things that surprise you is, is basically what it is. You and I have a different. We drive in different lanes of intelligence. That's right. I'm uh, I'm naturally intelligent. You are knowledge based intelligent. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Like it just like it shines on me. It, you I, you're like backed up with like yeah evidence and evidence. <laughs> yeah. But like some things I say, they just kind of work. Sure. Yeah. The you, man. People think I'm smart. You think you're smart. That's right. Okay. Gotcha. The man who police would not name, which is kind of weird, had poured about. Half a gallon of gasoline on a gravelly two-by-two-foot-square section of his backyard. <laughs> he thought a good idea would be to dump some gas on it and light a fire. I love... Okay, this just shows how much I love local reporting because they uh, quote a lieutenant from the police department there whose quote was, he thought a good idea would be to dump some gas and just light a fire. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm watching on YouTube right now because uh, I've not seen this in a little while. But have you seen the video of the Kentucky man dressed as Cousin Eddie That's right. using a flamethrower to clear his driveway? Yes, yes. It's so pretty fan- good. It's pretty fantastic. So this is the image that comes to mind with that story. So I thank you. If you've not watched it, uh, please go on to YouTube or Internet or whatever uh, source of connecting to videos that you like. And just type VHS? in. Hey. Pull the VHS. When put, pull out your uh, Tech Deck VHS. Mm-hmm. Put it on the side so you can put it right back in when you're done watching it. Of course. Throw in your cousin Eddie flamethrower Kentucky Man video. Watch that. Pretty good. I want to talk about something in the second hour about what is the stupidest home fix you've ever done. Ooh, stupidest home fix. We will do that in hour two. Uh, I need to tell you that uh, your. Your good versus evil is brought to you by 808. It's Hawaiian food. It's delicious. And it's available for takeout, delivery, uh, and you can just order it right on their website. It's ate-oh-ate.com. 808. Eat their food. It's good. Hour two, NBA All-Star Weekend. Stupidest home fix you've ever done. I'm going to have to think about that one. Uh <laughs> I've got a I've got a very good one. It's not a home fix, just out of one. We'll talk about that. Send yours in 503-250-1080. The stupidest home fix you've ever done. Uh, and we will share our stories. Hour two, Sinner and Saint, next on 1080 the Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.